Welcome to the 7th Street Chronicles, a podcast from your Charlotte Firefighters Association, Local 660. Hello and welcome to this election edition of the 7th Street Chronicles. Um, these podcasts are going to be a little different than our typical. We're not going to do like a back and forth interview. Um, in this form, we're just going to, each candidate that uh, w- was wanting to participate uh, was given the same four questions. And um, this is going to be a chance for them to talk about themselves. Um, it's going to give them the opportunity to talk about their vision, um, you know, a little bit about themselves, about their vision, vision for the union, um, and also give you a chance to get to know the candidates. Um, and, and I feel safe in saying this with any of the candidates after this podcast or any time before or after the election, if you wanted to reach out and talk to them and ask them questions, um, I feel more than confident just knowing the individuals running that they'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, so for this episode, we have brother Mike Feenice. And uh, with that said, Mike, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell your members, you know, what you're running for and anything uh, you want them to know about you. All right. Thanks, pal. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you guys. Thanks to the executive board and Local 660 for giving me the opportunity to talk about myself and uh, what I'm running for. Um, I'm Mike Feenice. I'm running for the position of secretary uh, of Local 660. I'm an engineer at uh, Engine 11 C-Shift. Um, a little bit about me. Been married 20 years. Got three monsters at home. They're ages 16, 14, and 11. Uh, prior to Charlotte, uh, I was a Detroit fireman for about 14 years, uh, where I was active in the union up there, uh, local 344. Uh, up there, it was a little bit different ball game, you know, contract, but uh, we fought pretty vigorously against uh, pay cuts, health insurance, brownouts, and closing of companies. So uh, I've been pretty active. I was active up there. I joined the local in recruit school when we could join it in recruit school. And I've been a member since. Uh, I served as treasurer on the executive board. Um, and during that time, we did some good things. Uh, a little bit more about me. I, I've been a union person my whole life. My dad spent 32 years in UAW. And I remember when I was a kid eating uh, bologna sandwiches when dad was on strike. Um, and then growing up, like, like I said, being in Detroit, being a union brother, and then here in Charlotte. So unions in my blood. All right. Um, all right. So what made you want to run? Um, and what's, what's kind of your vision for uh, if you were on the local 660 executive board? Yeah. Um, you know, I always planned on getting reengaged. Um, Tom will attest to it. Anyway, executive board, it can be daunting. And uh, I just needed to uh, step away for a while um, and re-energize and ready to go to work. Um, you know, because being on the executive board, you you can't have a lot of irons in the fire at one time. You get to do it right. You've got to have a lot of time. It's time consuming. Um, so I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can do that. I can put 110% to being on the executive board and helping my brothers and sisters in the union. Um, I feel that being the treasurer previously is going to help me in the future. Um, you know, knowing what we went through, knowing the day-to-day operations, knowing what the fights and the battles are, and also knowing the good sides of the union, um, the charities and all that, 
I feel that that past experience will help greatly. Um, I'm ready to go. If you elect me, I'm ready to go to work day one. Um, so that's why I want to run. Um, some of the things I, I want to run for, or I stand for, is, uh, you know, communication and understanding. Uh, listen, it's no surprise to anybody in the fire service that lack of communication is the biggest issue. I mean, I think if you hold the hundred fire departments, they'd all say the same thing. But we need to listen to each other, but we need to talk. It's an imperative that we talk, no matter if it's the executive board talking, if it's our brothers and sisters in the union getting the message out, however it be, or with the command staff, it's imperative that we got to communicate with each other. But I think we need to also realize that we're grownups and we're going to disagree. But we need to disagree in a way that we can still solve the problem. Um, so that's a big thing for me. Um, you know, we're going to disagree, but to work through it and uh, come up with a solution. So some of the points for that. I so the, the question three was um, your platform and, uh, you know, with your vision, how do you hope to accomplish this? Tom, you know me, I've, I've harped on it for years. My core, the core values of the union. It's why the unions were started over a hundred years ago, the safety paying benefits. It was three easy things that were very important. You know, and in those three core values of safety, pay, and benefits, you're going to have many subcategories, and one of them is retiree health care. <laughs> I'm adamant about it. It's a passion of mine. Um, when I was on the executive board, I think you, Tom, and others can attest that it's something that I strove, you know, strive to get accomplished. Um, whether it was emails, phone calls. Uh, speaking in front of city council, you know, that was something that I wanted to get accomplished. Um, we pushed hard. My, my plan when I was treasurer is let's push hard one more time to get the city to give it back. You know, I, I think we haven't resolved that, but I don't think it's something that's attainable. You know, uh, I think it's, it's not a no-go, but I just don't think we got to come up with another solution. So, so what is the solution, right? Charlotte's not the only municipality in the country that has this problem, right? It's across the board. It's in the private sector. It's in the public sector. How do we fix it? Well, I think there's ways, you know, the city did give us an HSA, retiree, retiree HSA, but they won't, they won't let you contribute and that has to do with the uh, IRS rules. But so where do we go? Well, there are things. Right. There's a uh, health savings accounts that we can start on our own. Um, there's working with the international. Right. To see how if there's anything they can do to help us. Um, there's also. It's almost like a pension program for health, retiree health care. We contribute. It's uh, Oklahoma. Is it Oklahoma is doing something like that. Um, and I think that's something that we can look into. There's some people that we can reach out and uh, will come talk to us. I think it's something we need to look into. Um, like I said, it's number one issue on my book. Not to say there isn't other issues. You know, obviously, Tom, you're saying the problems going on currently with Sierra th stuff. You know, it's it happens. But to me, a number one issue is retiree health care. All right. Um, the last question is, 
what do you think we needed to do to grow our union? Right. Again, pal, I've told you this. I'm not going to beg a person to be a union member. And I'm I'm not saying that negatively, but we're all grownups. So what I will do is I'll explain to somebody, hey, these are the great things the IFF does. These are the great things the state and local unions do. This is why I believe you should be a union member. You know, why don't people want to be union members? You know, I've read books on this actually, and some of it says it's from the old union days where kind of got a bad rap. I don't know if that's true, but if I take the time to tell you what I think are the good things about the union, maybe that will help you want to be a union member. Um, Also just doing good by the members, right? Our brothers and sisters, if we're doing good work, that's going to spread. Our union members are going to spread it. That's going to help our union grow. Um, You know, we got our brothers and sisters, this is your union. You know, if you see a problem or if you see something wrong, you need to bring it, bring it to the executive board so we can fix it. It's it's your union and get more involved. And if you see something wrong, let's fix it. Um, I mean, that's that's how you make the union grow, in my opinion. All right. Do you have any uh, anything in closing, any final thoughts you want to uh, say to our brothers and sisters or? <laughs> I'm ready to go to work brothers and sisters you know i'm ready for the battle i'm i'm ready to do good things i'm ready I'm ready to give more to the charities i'm ready to to work with the health care i'm ready to to work with command staff my executive board i'm ready to go to work if elected day one let's get it done all right mike thank you and uh thank you for you know not only your time in doing this but for anyone who puts themselves out there to run for office um I got nothing but uh, mad respect for. So thank you for that. Um, Good luck in the election. And uh, don't forget, the elections are next month. And uh, everybody stay safe, stay strong, and stay union. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you tune in to the next episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to stay updated on the next episode. Also, while you're at it, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and make sure you check out our website at www.cffa660.org. Stay strong, stay union.